0: You've probably seen or heard a news story from time to time about a medical error by a doctor or a hospital causing a patient's unexpected death. You might think it's a rare tragedy that probably won't happen to you or your loved ones. But the fact is, preventable medical errors kill thousands of Americans every year. So the bottom line is, should you trust your doctor? Well, let's ask our next guest. Patients' Rights Advocates and Support Group founder, Gloria Lopez-Cortel. Gloria, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, you're the author of the Personal Medical Journal, and we'll get into that in a moment. You're a top advocate in this field. First, you heard me mention that these errors kill a lot of people every year. Can you give us any more details on the death rate and the costs surrounding these mistakes?
1: The death rate. From recent reports, at least 100,000 people were killed last year in the United States alone.
0: And this study, I guess, is from the uh, Arizona State University that you're talking about. Is this because doctors are just too busy? Are they stretched too thin? What's causing this?
1: They are busy. They are stretched thin with the economics as well as sometimes information that they require may not be readily at their fingertips.
0: But it seems like so much money is poured into healthcare these days that there should be technology to manage this information and to make sure that patients are getting the care they need. Wouldn't you think so?
1: Well, I agree. I believe that the medical field are working hard to eliminate these mistakes and to be kept informed. But in today's world of technology, sometimes the information isn't always readily available.
0: Did you have a personal experience or did someone you know have an experience that led you to create this medical journal?
1: Yes. I have a son. He was born with spina bifida. And we had no information at all. A lot of the physicians had little information of what to do. We were working with several different doctors, several different medical centers, hospitals. And even today, we've changed doctors. We've changed medical plans. We've had emergency situations with different hospitals. Traveling, We've had to acquire our information quickly and easily. And having the data at my fingertips was able to save Michael's life more than once. And then I've used it also for my other two children and assisted them.
0: Now, what do you suggest someone do if they're hospitalized and, let's say, a nurse walks in and says, here, take this pill, and you might say, what is it? And they'll say, well, it'll help you sleep. Now, your book would would suggest that you should say, what is this medication, how big is the dosage, how often am I taking it, and all of that information. Is that what you suggest people do?
1: I believe that today we should always question what type of medication you're being given, even if it's through an IV or whatever you're doing, and check to see if it's something that you can have and it does not conflict with your other medications or an allergy that you might have. Even with food, some of these medications are associated with certain foods, and they can also create a problem for you if you have an allergy to a particular
0: food. So I guess the message here is you need to be proactive if you're involved in healthcare, If you're a patient, you need to take charge of your destiny, so to speak, and don't just expect that the professionals always know what they're doing.
1: Yes. It also helps you if a loved one or a friend or someone is having a medical emergency or even yourself you may not be able to share the information you know about yourself, and that other person will be able to assist and save your life.
0: Gloria, if you were able to advise parents with children, and sometimes you know the parents can't always be there with the children, what do you advise a parent do if a child is hospitalized and the parent can't be there all the time?
1: Well, if they have this data, whomever is there with that child, they will be able to follow through and ensure that that child's needs are being taken care of because you do need to be proactive. Many times one of the parents is the one who's always going to the doctors. They have all the information and now another parent steps in or grandparent or relative who happens to be there with that child during a medical crisis or emergency or treatment, having the information at the bedside will be able to help them make sure that if they're given medication or a treatment, they know that it could be okay and help them.
0: Gloria lopez Cordel author of The Personal Medical Journal and the website LifeCyclesPublishing.com. Gloria, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at TalkZone.com. Thanks to InfoTrack reporters Roy Mackey and Taryn McCaw. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer. Our engineer is Robert Sark. Our announcer is Charlie Van Dyke. And I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services by pair.com. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.